Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I am so glad you're here. I hope your day is going well. And even if it's not, you are here now, and hopefully we can turn that around over the next few minutes that we will spend today. And I am going to dive into a topic that I actually... I haven't talked about yet on the podcast. I talk about it within my Breaking Barriers course, which is an online course on overcoming self-limiting beliefs, destructive habits like emotional eating, self-sabotage, things like that. And I want to give you a sneak peek into one of the lessons related to how we think because I am seeing this as a trend in the emails I have back and forth with you guys within my Fat Loss Fast Tracks. And it's about... Whether we associate pain or pleasure with our fat loss goals, our physique improvement goals, or just the pursuit of goals in general, I want to help you understand why these associations, these perspectives that we've chosen matter so much. Why we're talking about this instead of nutrition or fitness. Your perspective very well could be, without you even knowing it, seriously holding you back setting you up for inconsistency, self-doubt, and even self-sabotage. So I want to talk to you about these pleasure and pain associations and then what you can do to remove this barrier so that you see more results. What I go into in Breaking Barriers is how most of us associate more pain with the pursuit of our goals, more negative things with the pursuit of our goals than we do pleasure. Most of us associate things like missing out, frustration, deprivation with the pursuit of our goals. When we talk about fat loss, we think about things like, how do I deal with temptation or deprivation? I always get so frustrated. I hate missing out. I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to be disappointed in myself. I'm likely to sabotage myself. I hate the restriction. I isolate myself when I'm trying to make better food choices. And I'm always judgmental of every single thing I put in my mouth. There's an activity that I have you do in Breaking Barriers um, that takes that to the next level. And I ask you to basically write down all of your pleasure and pain associations related to whatever your particular goal is. Okay, so there's worksheets in there. The short version of it goes like this. You've got four quadrants. So think about it as like a piece of paper divided into four boxes. The painful thoughts and emotions and fears and worries associated with your goal. Let's call it fat loss for the sake of this example, right? So the pain you associate with the pursuit of fat loss, the pleasure you associate with fat loss, and then the pain you associate with the opposite of fat loss, say overeating or overindulgence, and then the pleasure 
that you associate with the opposite of your goal, overeating or overindulgence, okay? And the reason that I have you do this is because most people have more pain associated with their goal and less pleasure. And our subconscious is driving the majority of the decisions we make and part of how we were built for survival. This isn't about you being weak or strong or having a lot of willpower or not. Part of how we are hardwired is that our subconscious drives about 90% of the decisions that we make and to keep us safe and to keep us alive, our subconscious is looking to avoid pain. So those things that we have associated with pain, with loss, with disappointment, when our subconscious is driving those decisions, those behaviors, it's going to avoid pain. It's going to seek pleasure. And this is why we can feel so frustrated. Like, how do I want this yet not choose this? And a lot of it comes down to these associations. So let's actually go through this quickly so I can prove to you how this is very likely impacting your consistency and your progress towards your goals if you're wondering what is wrong with me. Nothing wrong with you, but very likely something wrong with your perspective. So let's start with those painful associations with the example of fat loss. When I think about pursuing a goal of fat loss, what are the painful things that I think about? Constant temptation, ongoing deprivation, frustration, missing out on what everybody else is enjoying, being hungry, having cravings, feeling disappointed in myself, sabotaging myself, having to restrict myself, isolate myself, judgment over my food choices, obsession over what to eat and when to eat and how much to eat, cravings, being tired. Okay, so those might be some of the things. Yours might be totally different. Your list might be longer. It might be shorter. That's okay. But what are the things that you associate with your goal that are painful or negative or things you want to avoid? Understanding that your subconscious will help you avoid the things you find painful. Now, let's look at the pleasurable associations with the pursuit of fat loss or whatever your goal is. The pleasurable associations. Well, I would feel proud of myself. I would feel hopeful, like I'm going somewhere. Maybe I would have more energy. And here's the reality. For people who have not yet reached their goals, which I hadn't when I realized the power of positive and negative associations, that might be all there is. There might not be that much positive stuff because we've never broken through the negative to see all of the positive, or we've never challenged ourselves. And so the things that just kind of pop to mind as positive, it might be a really short list. And that's a big part of the problem that I want to help you change. So the next step is to look at the opposite of the goal. In the case of fat loss, the opposite might be overindulgence. So we have to then look at our pleasure and pain associations related to eating what we want, when we want, as much as we want. Let's start with pleasure. When we look at overindulging, eating those treats, those sweets, what you want, when you want, as much as you want. We might associate things like enjoyment, freedom, being social, having fun, laughing a lot with our friends, peace of mind, no judgment, lots of options, distracting ourselves from whatever's going on in life, satisfaction, deliciousness, enjoyment of food. Those might be all of the pleasurable associations with overindulgence. Then if we look at the painful associations, the negative associations related to overindulging, we might associate words or feelings like 
feeling really frustrated, down, disappointed, regretful, shameful. And ultimately, when we look at these lists, what we can pretty quickly see is that the majority of us have more pain, more negativity associated with the act of fat loss or moving towards our goals in general than we do pleasure. And a lot of it is because we're not there yet. And so there has been frustration and disappointment and letting ourselves down. And that is what we have chosen to focus on. And we always will seek to avoid pain and move towards pleasure. Our subconscious is really driving the show. That is why so many times we can find ourselves standing at the open refrigerator, putting food in our mouths, and then we're like, what? What am I doing? I'm not even hungry. Why, why am I in the pantry right now? Why am I eating these crackers? I don't even like these crackers. You weren't consciously there. Maybe you were on the phone. Maybe you were talking to your kids or to your spouse. But those decisions are driven by the subconscious and the subconscious's whole goal, part of who we are as humans, that's our survival mechanism to avoid pain and seek pleasure. We can't really discount how brilliant and amazing our bodies are, our brains are. We store these negative associations as part of our body's survival instincts. Avoid pain. Avoid things that are dangerous or harmful or negative. They hurt and pain is bad. So our subconscious is always scanning, always scanning every interaction for negative associations, for pain, for disappointment, for anything negative. We store them, we overreact to them, we avoid them as much as possible, whenever possible, and to choose them despite the negative associations requires a whole lot of energy because we have to push through this natural defense of avoiding pain. So it takes a lot more work to make these choices that are associated with negative feelings, negative emotions, fear, deprivation, missing out, because the body's natural response is, no, 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 that's pain, that's bad. We learn much faster from pain than we do from pleasure. Any negative interaction, negative emotion, negative association has a greater impact on our future thoughts, on our future behaviors than a positive one, because that's how we're wired for survival. We've gone so long thinking, this eating fat loss friendly foods thing sucks. I'm not happy. I'm missing out. I'm frustrated. I'm irritated. I'm isolated. Ooh, cookies. Pleasure, right? So we have to begin to rewire. We have to begin to reassociate all of this pleasure and pain stuff. But the first thing you have to be aware of is how you label situations. I've done so much of this work in my own life and with many of my clients, so it's very easy for me to spot this, and it can be sometimes jarring for me. I always try and create a little bit more margin in my days when I'm first starting a new fat loss fast track group because it can be a little jarring for me to see how much negativity and resistance there is. And because I've worked so hard to kind of clear this in my own life, it's just like, ah, it stands out to me like a sore thumb. So much negativity and resistance related to something that's actually really amazing, the pursuit of your goals, feeling better, looking better, having more confidence. But instead, people are resenting the process. Their teeth are clenched. Their, you know, their jaws are are hard set, they're frustrated, they're disappointed, they have no idea, their hands are up in exasperation, and I think, no wonder you're struggling. You see this as pain, and you will always resist pain until you change 
the associations. Guys, the hard work is always on the inside. This is one of the biggest internal parking brakes that when you release it, everything gets easier. There's a Zig Ziglar quote that summarizes this perfectly. It says, you can't change what's going on around you until you change what's going on within you. And these things going on within us, they are a direct impact on the choices we make. And so many times we think, if I'm just disciplined enough, if I just have enough focus, if I just have enough willpower, I can override all of these pleasure and pain associations that you might not even have identified as such, but if you just want it badly enough, you can tough it out. You can make the hard choices, and what I'm telling you is make it easier by creating associations that are far stronger in the pleasure category related to the pursuit of your goals than in the pain category. Every interaction we have in our heads, our subconscious labels it as good as bad or good or bad, as pleasure or pain. When things are good, we want to engage in them more. If the thing or the experience is associated with positive emotions, with happiness, with reward, with excitement, we approach, we engage, we want more of that thing. But if something is bad or frustrating or fearful or negative, we disengage, we want to avoid. When it's associated with negative emotions or punishment, we move away from it. So you can see the problem when most people have associated fat loss or changing their eating habits or moving towards their physique goals with doing the work, earning easy, they've associated it with frustration, deprivation, this sucks, sacrifice, missing out. Here's the deal, guys. That's not real. That is your chosen perspective. It is not real. Thoughts are not facts. Just because it's your perspective and you've chosen it and had it for a long time doesn't make it real or right, and it certainly doesn't make it effective or useful, and it is not permanent. When you look at this journey as, it sucks, it's so hard, I'm missing out, oh my gosh, I'm terrible at this, this is so slow, nothing's happening, I hate it. That's not real. That is your chosen perspective. And I'm going to say this again because I think a lot of people need to hear it again. Just because it's your perspective doesn't make it real, doesn't make it right, it doesn't make it permanent, and it certainly doesn't make it effective. Is it working for you? Guys, there's no prize for being the most miserable person in the room. There's no prize for being the biggest martyr, right? For searching for food sacrifice and complaining all the way to the fridge and back. Not only is there no prize for it, it's not effective. You're not going to be happy. So we have to turn it around. We have to turn it around. There is no prize for being the most negative. In fact, that person loses. Now, a lot of people want to be negative, but I think because you're listening right now that you're not that person, that you don't want to be negative, that you don't want to be the martyr, that you don't want to be constantly complaining about the process, that you want to find a way to make it joyful and positive and pleasurable and wonderful. I really believe that you would not be listening right now if you didn't want that, right? You've been a martyr for long enough. You've been unhappy for long enough. You've had these negative associations for long enough and you're tired of it not working and you're ready to do something that does work. When you choose these negative, painful perspectives, you're missing out on the opportunity to go through this with happiness, which is going to mean faster progress, more enjoyment of your life, less discomfort. Who doesn't want to be happier? Well, there are some people that don't want to be happier, but again, I don't think they're listening to this podcast, or they certainly are still not listening to this episode. They've turned it off already. 
I used to go through the journey attempting to change my body, being miserable every step of the way, like teeth clenched, head down, muttering about how much it sucked. That's crap. Literally. That is a chosen perspective that didn't serve me. It didn't serve my goals. I wasn't making progress and I certainly wasn't happy. Look for the joy in the journey. It doesn't have to suck. Hey, newsflash. Eating fat loss friendly foods can be really freaking good and seeing your body transform can feel really amazing and be exciting and fun. Going to the gym and learning to do new things, pushing your body, achieving more, it's actually really freaking great. It's really, really great. It's about your perspective. So you have to train yourself to change your perspective, to stop being part of the problem and start being a part of the solution, to stop searching for everything that sucks about it and start choosing to focus on everything that is great about it. Build your list of positive associations related to the pursuit of your goals. That is a challenge. I mean it. Do that. Just like I instructed you a few weeks ago to have a solo dance party in your car. I want you to sit down with a pen and paper and start building your list of positive associations. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if it's hard. Do it anyway. What is absolutely amazing about the journey to your goals? What should you be excited about? It'll make you feel amazing. And the way you were living wasn't making you feel very amazing at all. So that's exciting. It's going to make you stronger physically and mentally. It's going to give you more energy and more confidence. You'll be able to shop wherever you want without worrying about if they carry your size. It's going to free you from that emotional suck of not liking your body or how you feel. You'll come out of your shell more. Maybe you'll socialize more. You'll enjoy outdoor activities more. You'll get out and see more of the world. When you have this newfound confidence and discipline, it'll roll over into other areas of your life and who knows what's in store for you. Keep going. Don't stop as you make this list. Get excited about it. Choose to practice building positive associations with the pursuit of your goal, whatever your goal is. And when you catch your mind drifting to the negative, acting like a martyr, complaining and winding, right? This is what I do. I tell myself, all right, drama queen, enough. Seriously, you're being ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't work. It only makes you unhappy. Nobody needs you to be a martyr. It doesn't work. I literally, whenever my mind drifts to the negative, like, oh, seriously, really? No, find what's amazing in it. Stop being a drama queen. You lived like that for long enough. Enough. This is a gift. And I'll ask myself, what is amazing about this journey? What is exciting about this journey? I need to associate pleasure with it because it makes it easier and it makes me happier. So why wouldn't I? I don't want to be a martyr. There is no prize for being most miserable, for being the most negative. You lose. It doesn't serve me to be negative. It doesn't serve you to be negative. It doesn't serve anybody around us. Stop being the victim and start being victorious. Stop being so judgmental and decide to be joyful. It is a practice. The make or break of this practice is whether or not you're willing to shut down your dramatics, to stop being a martyr, to stop being a victim, to silence your negativity by redirecting it to What's great about this? What's awesome about this? Stop being so negative. If you don't, then you're choosing to be unhappy and unsuccessful.
because you're not willing to do the work. I saw this great bumper sticker the other day. I've seen it before, but it made me think of this episode because it was in the back of my mind. Wag more, bark less. Wag more, bark less. Stop complaining. Seriously, this journey is a gift. Everything in your life is a gift. Stop barking. Stop complaining. There's too much of that. It's not serving you, number one. It does nothing for your pursuit of your goals, and it does nothing for the people around you. There are plenty of people that can fill the void of negativity. Don't be a part of it. Don't. It's not serving you. This isn't about like rainbows and sunshine and butterflies and clouds. It's about let's be effective. Let's be efficient. Let's be productive. Let's get what we want out of this short, amazing life. Whatever the problem is, be a part of the solution. Focus as much of your energy as possible on what you can do to make this a positive experience instead of taking that energy and focusing on how badly it sucks and how hard it is and how unfair it is. Your subconscious will avoid fear. Remember that Zig Ziglar quote, you can't change what's going on around you until you start changing what's going on within you. And too many people are focusing on changing the people around them, the things around them, and they would be far more effective and successful and happy if they decided to focus on changing what's going on within them. And that begins with these pleasure and pain associations. If you don't change direction, you're going to end up where you're headed. For real. So begin by building this list of all of the positive associations related to the pursuit of your goals. If you want to know more about Breaking Barriers, I will link that up in the show notes over on primalpotential.com. But before I go, let me share what I ate yesterday. Typically, I just do coffee in the morning, but yesterday I felt like, like a legit breakfast, so I had it. Um, two eggs, three slices of bacon, and then I sauteed some kale and onions and garlic. Powerful start to the morning there. Uh, before I went to the gym, after my workout, I had Greek yogurt with cacao and stevia. And then mid-afternoon while I was walking around, I picked up some lemon cayenne kombucha. Uh, I don't remember the brand, but mm, I don't know. Um, and then I tried a new-to-me recipe that I posted on Facebook and on Instagram from Fed and Fit. Not sure if you're familiar with that, but I will link up the recipe in the show notes. It was a mock potato salad. No potatoes. Instead, it used roasted cauliflower. Um, so I modified the recipe a little bit. I doubled the cauliflower and I skipped the eggs. Uh, the reason I skipped the eggs, I do love eggs. I had them for breakfast. But because the eggs would add protein and fat, I was like, you know what? I can either add meat to my meal or... I can have the eggs in the salad, and I decided I wanted some of that merguez sausage that I got at the farmer's market, so I skipped the eggs, added the sausage, uh, and then I snacked on some random pickles, which were part of the recipe, and I love pickles, and I rarely have them, so I ate pickles out of the jar while I was cooking. Anyway, I really hope that you will take this episode to heart and to mind and really work on those associations because I believe it is a game changer. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. 
It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.